are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. How's everybody's Friday doing? You got one more week if you want to sneak in or get kicked out of the playoffs. Don't get kicked out. Don't do that. Set a good lineup. So, But hey, welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, like I said. So joining me, I'm just going to go kind of clockwise around my screen here. We got Nate Christian. How's it going, Nate? It's going pretty well. Uh, I got a haircut, so I feel like a new man. And you are looking (laughs) dapper, if I may say. Looking good. Uh, also looking great, like always. We got Chev and Nooney. How's it going, Chev? Doing good. I would just love to comment on Nate's mustache, though. That is the best part so far for me, boys. I'm liking it. It's, it's looking good. And uh, speaking of lovely facial hair, we got Pork Man. How's it going, Pork? I'm doing great. Got clapped at work today, but I'm happy to be with the boys, get some beers, get some beers in me. Yeah, I was this week, man. Not a fan. Not this one. Not not even close. But it's over. Got paid today. Um, till I pay my bills, so I feel good for right now. But you know, tomorrow morning at this time when I got them all paid up, I won't feel so good. But hopefully, you're feeling good about your fantasy team. Like I said, week thirteen. So depending on your league scoring, how it goes, um, you playoffs might have already started. I've heard of some mm-hmm. leagues being done by now. Have you guys ever heard of that? What? Yeah, I heard. No, they only play like over thirteen weeks. No, if anyone's ever heard of that, I don't know what to tell you. I thought it was whack. Also, wild. if it was wild, <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you got anything to say that I shouldn't? Because I think touched with a W. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, hopefully, you guys are all in the playoffs. Thanks to our guidance. Obviously, you want to come here first. Uh, we we're just talking before the show. We got some great stuff coming up for you guys. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited to get back to being a dynasty podcast again. You know, we get you ready for the season. We can evaluate talent all we want. We're great at it. Set your own damn lineups, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't think that's our forte. I don't want to speak. What do you guys think? Is that that's not our specialty, right? Let's make some trades. Let's scout some rookies. That's what I want to do. Whenever I try to set our dynasty owner lineup, it doesn't work out. So <laughs> don't ask me to set your own lineups, boys and girls. Yeah, yeah I'm right. trash at DFS. So, oh god, I'm terrible at DFS. It's yeah, not right. even, and it's, it's it's so bad. My wife beats. She literally beats me every week in DFS, and she only knows like the five staples. She got like Russ and some other people. So she always picks Russell Wilson every week, and it doesn't matter. She's going to win. It's not so bad. Are we That's worried awesome. about Russell Wilson? He, his numbers have been down. Uh, consistency wise, a little bit, but they're I winning. Mean, it's, yeah, they're winning. And I think their defense got a little bit better. So that kind of that kind of helped well, kind of messed up his stats a little bit. But it's better for the team. Uh Carl's Dunlap helped them out a ton. Yeah. They need a pass for bad. Every year. Every year mm-hmm. Russell Wilson goes off for the first half of the year and then the second mm-hmm. half of the year just kinda not that he is bad, but he just comes back down to earth. So it's mm-hmm. kinda like that guy you wanna buy now. And then just sell again so. next year, like week 10, and then buy them again, and then sell them again. <laughs> buy. Super simple. Do you think 
Like, uh, would you buy Trace McSorley right now if you had the chance? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably spend two first rounders on him. <laughs> you see that touchdown on Marquise Brown? Hey, oh my question: gosh. Do you think Who's they would have won that game if he would have played the whole game? Hell no. I mean, their their defense is good. You know that the Ravens defense, even missing those guys up front, they kept the game close. I honestly think they might have won if they had started Tyler Huntley and just ran like read option, triple option the entire time. There you go. Very good possibility. I will, I will actually like to thank Trace McSorley for uh, throwing that touchdown so I can get Big Ben for the more for those passing yards. Lost money. <laughs> Man, it happens. But uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Trace McSorley. Actually, we're going to talk about Trace McSorley for the next 40 minutes. If I could be honest with you. But uh, before we get into that, I want to take a minute and talk to you about our friends over at DynastyOwner.com. At Dynasty Owner, they play a brand of fantasy football that is as close to real NFL football as possible. Dynasty Owner challenges you to manage your roster using real NFL salaries within a salary cap. Hey, you want to talk about what we're good at, Dynasty Owner? We're in the playoffs in that, right? Oh, and yeah. by we, I mean oh, you yeah. guys, because you're running the team. Next and we're week. doing better than next week. Garrett Price, if I'm correct. Just a little bit. By, by a lot. All right. So uh, this adds an entirely new level of strategy to your game. No new leagues are forming right now because we're busy dominating it. But you can still log in and get put on a wait list. Wait lists are exciting. And who knows? There's always the faint of heart that abandoned ships. So there could be a team waiting for you to be its savior. Head on over to DynastyOwner.com today. Tell them the crew at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. So please do. Tim's fantastic. Uh, they have a great product over there. And also a big shout out to our live stream on Tuesday guest Nels, uh, what they're doing over at Dynasty Depot, some pretty interesting stuff. Check out Dynasty Owner, check out Dynasty Depot. I mean, I can only imagine the amount of work that Dynasty Owner and Dynasty Depot put into doing these things. So um, definitely check both of them out. Let them know that the guys at the Dynasty Rewind sent you. We'll appreciate it. They'll appreciate it as well. Before we get into anything else, let's talk some news. Um, the Eagles' Zacherts have been activated off the off of IR into the 21-day Pro, oh my God, I can't even type or talk. Practice window. Uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside returns from the COVID list. Is Hightower still on that list, Porkman? Do you know? I think he's off. I think he was in the game, actually. I saw him on the field. Well, you know, obviously, he didn't do much of anything. He's that's terrible. unfortunate. Uh, Minnesota wide receiver Adam Thielen comes off the COVID list as well. 21 day practice window has been activated for Houston running back David Johnson. He could play this week. The NFL reinstates Josh Gordon. Again, so it's that whole thing. Everyone's running out to get Josh Gordon on their rosters. So high. Yeah. You get it? Sell him. Oh, so high. look at that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so here, here's one thing that I'm curious about. Um, supposedly, either the House or Senate voted to decriminalize marijuana. So if yeah. marijuana is decriminalized, then technically doesn't that mean that the NFL can't because they, they have their their own business, so they can make their own rules. Okay. So it's like with the NBA. The NBA, uh, they're not doing any marijuana tests this year. I, I don't guess think the NFL. I'm is not either. really sure why. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they they shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah, we've already. Yeah, they really shouldn't. Down. It's better. Yeah, it's better than the pills that they're giving them, having them all hyped up and all. Mm-hmm. Better than whatever will by the time they turn sixty. Yeah, whatever Will Fuller's taking though, he needs to be that needs to be legal because they kept him healthy. 
It should be mandatory for every player to take that. Like Sean Lee should have to take whatever. That's the perfect man. name there, Mike. He's always freaking hurt. Yeah. You know, it's a shame too, because he's seriously one he's of the best so linebackers good. out there, but it, it's, yeah, always yeah. Just, it's always soft tissue stuff. It's like, do you not know how to stretch? Mm-hmm. Like seriously, yeah. I do yoga. It keeps your joints lubricated. Whatever. Um, okay. So, Detroit running back DeAndre Swift was listed as having an illness Thursday. Fellow running back Adrian Peterson has also stated that DeAndre Swift has not been himself since a concussion. So we all know Adrian Peterson studied medical uh, at uh, Oklahoma. And the interim coach, Daryl Bevel, I think it is, says that if he plays, it will be a limited role. He also said he wants the offense to play faster. Um, there's a possibility that Ryan Fitzpatrick could start for Miami Dolphins on Sunday. So if he does, I think fire up all the Miami wide receivers, please. Las Vegas Raiders running back. Josh Jacobs is out versus the New York giants with an ankle injury. He sustained last week. Detroit wide receiver. Kenny Galladay has been ruled out once again on Sunday. What's we were laughing at Sean, Sean, you know what, Sean, you're fired, man. I'm gonna let you go. I'm just kidding. Um, is Kenny G gonna play this season, or is he just gonna sit it out? I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna sit it out. Should he play? No. Like what? No you know, like if if DeAndre Swift is having lingering issues from a concussion and Kenny Galladay's hurt, sit these guys down. I do. I will say this though: isn't Kenny G? He's on a contract here. He needs to get paid. So yep. it, it actually kind of does matter for his contract. So he. I don't know what's going on with that hip, but he better get some smooth sailing on it because it needs to get going. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see there. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire misses both Thursday and Friday practices with an illness. Um, Tennessee Titans tight end Johnny Smith has been ruled out versus Cleveland with a knee injury, and he's been really touchdown dependent lately too. So I actually had typed on the show sheet, like, is he? can we trust him right now? But, well, this week you certainly cannot. Uh, New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones, he's been listed as doubtful with a hamstring injury, so fire up some Colt McCoy. Chicago wide receiver Allen Robinson, he's questionable with a knee injury. Is he going to go, Chev? I have no idea. I just popped up today. I'm not exactly sure on the extent of it, but if not, fire up Darnell Mooney. What about Anthony Miller? Would you trust him, too, if Robinson's out? I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is one of my stars this week. I'll just throw it out there. And Detroit, that's it. That's his team he loves to play against. So it could Detroit. be a big game for uh, those wide receivers if they're out there healthy. So is he back next year, Robinson? If I was him, heck no. <laughs> why, would, why would you? Why would you want to come back? There's no reason to come back if they're not going to go get a quarterback and help did you out. No way. Nate, did you say go to the Ravens? Yeah, I've actually heard a lot of uh, not really rumors, but people hoping for Allen Robinson to the Ravens. I don't know mm-hmm. how that really works salary cap-wise. We don't have the most salary cap in the world. We're not super limited, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I mean, if McSorley was playing, I would say that would be a fantastic. You know, it might be time to just sit Lamar Jackson and put McSorley in, right? I don't know. <laughs> I saw someone today lump Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in with like other mediocre quarterbacks and be like, oh, this is a team that's so-so about their quarterbacks. What? My goodness. Ravens are not so-so about Lamar Jackson. Uh, they're going to give him like a 10-year deal next year. They're definitely <laughs> not so-so about him. Like They drafted a team around him that said, you're our guy. This is the offense you run. 
We're mm-hmm. good. Thank you. So they got like the right. easiest schedule coming out from here on uh, out for the rest actually, of the season. Nate, you bring up a great point. I, I want to talk to our our listeners, our followers here for a second. Be careful who you follow on Twitter. A lot of people get something called take lock. You guys all know what that is. You get stuck on a take. You don't move off of it. Mm-hmm. And some people just like to push buttons on Twitter and put out absolute garbage. Just don't <laughs> don't follow those people. Look, one thing I'll say is, are we the best or most knowledgeable fantasy people on the internet? Absolutely. And that's why you should follow us. <laughs> we're guys, oh, that's we love what we do we really try to give people the most actionable content that we can um i'd like to think that we engage really well with all our viewers and all our listeners mm-hmm. we love each and every one of you even will harris uh from true north but just be careful who you follow if you see somebody that all they do is argue with people on on the internet over takes and you know if you can't have a conversation with somebody that's not the people that they don't care about helping you win championships. They care no, about they themselves. Don't. That's all they're there for. So it's like you have to watch who you associate with real in real life. Do the same thing on Twitter, especially fantasy Twitter, because fantasy Twitter, as you guys know, is a fickle beast. Yeah, it can you know, get you, like that sometimes. You were talking about our friend of the show, Ray G before the show and uh, oh, listening to okay. his recent podcast. He was talking about, there's some guys out there. They just want to be the first to say something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if there's anything to it. They just want to be the first to say something sometimes. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And first isn't always best, for example. No, no. So, or um, even they, they can have crazy takes and you'd never hear about the bad ones, but you'll always hear about the good ones. Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll be always be the one to say, <clears throat> I messed up on some. I messed up on DK. A lot of people messed up on DK. Yo, a lot of a lot of real NFL teams did too, man. Yeah, but you'll never hear nobody say I was wrong about DK. They'll just say, "Oh, he's good." Oh, so, I, I was wrong. Know, just going up. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I bashed him on this podcast, and I was we, wrong. Yeah, I'll say it to face. I think Mike forced me to take no, him in won't. a mock draft when we were doing <laughs> it. And so you, I picked I picked DK at ten. And you you'd be happy. the first. And if that was a league right now, you'd be happy with DK Metcalf at ten. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a couple comments here. Uh, let's see. Will Harris wants to know if Dawson Knox is healthy. Porkman, do you know if he's healthy? That's all. Um, he is healthy because he scored a touchdown last week, Will. So thank you for that. There you go. Uh, G Man J saying recency bias is a hell of a drug. That it is. Mm-hmm. Facebook user. Once in a, now that Des Bryant is more familiar with the system and given Lamar is playing this week, actually, we don't know if he's playing this week. One of my pieces of news was uh, Baltimore head coach John Harbaugh won't say if Lamar Jackson can or will play in week 13. So we don't know. Um, is Des Bryant worth starting as a wide receiver two or a flex? Nate, I'm going to let you take that one. No. Okay. There's not any receiver <laughs> that's worth playing as a wide receiver two or flex in that team right now. It's not. <laughs> Except for Andrews. And we, we got to see what his availability is going to be. So mm-hmm. um, I'm going to mispronounce this name. Looks like Ewan Kelly. I'm sorry if I mispronounce that. Traded away Lamar to a contender in a 12-team PPR rebuild. Gave Lamar and Juju. Got Dak, DK, a first and a second. Fleeced him. Got that, him. I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. I love that. I mean, I love Lamar and I love Juju, but – I mean, Lamar and Juju for Dak and DK is a fair trade. And you got first, mm-hmm. the first and second was that's, that's just icing. icing on the cake. And yeah, if you can go get Dak now, 
Go get him while he's super cheap. Everybody's forgetting about him. Got that ankle injury. If you can get him now for super cheap, you're going to be looking real good next year in fantasy for yep. sure, man. I came into mm-hmm. the season with zero shares of Dak Prescott. I'm coming out of the season with two, and I got him pretty yeah. cheap both ways. So I just I, got Dak today. I traded for I Dak today. Never, in league too, uh-oh. So. Dak Prescott again. Here we go. Because whenever I have him on my roster, he breaks his ankle. So for his <laughs> help, I'm not going to draft Dak Prescott. Um, but listen, so one time, Mike? That one time. time is one time. Keep coming back to the Dynasty Rewind. We're going to tell you exactly what to do with that first and second round pick. Um, Neil wants to say some of the best content from all you guys, football related. Not thank you. We appreciate that. Will's saying that we are the best. We know. Come on. Um, he wants to know, Porkman, are you owning up to being wrong on Knox? No, because he was hurt this year. Said so, no, he was wrong. He was bad this year. I, I own up to that. I, I'm I'm fine with that. But next year was good. <laughs> it's always next year. So I did mispronounce it. G Man J saying it's pronounced Owen. I only know because he told me on my show when I butchered it, and it is Gaelic, <laughs> which I probably mispronounced Gaelic as well. Hopefully not. Oh, but thank you for Gaelic. stopping by, um, everybody. We always appreciate that. As far as news goes, the only thing that I have left a couple things here: Lana wide receiver Julio Jones and running back Todd Gurley are both questionable for Sunday. Julio with the hamstring. Uh, Todd Gurley with the knee and J.K. Dobbins has been removed from the COVID list. Week 12, week 13 buys. I didn't change the sheet. Carolina and Tampa Bay. Do you know if Ingram is off the COVID list, Nate? I didn't see mm-hmm. yeah. Ingram and Dobbins are both off the COVID list. They technically could have played Wednesday night, but mm-hmm. they were not allowed to fly with the team Tuesday night. They were still in quarantine. Okay. So they weren't able to fly with the team to Pittsburgh. And the team just decided it wasn't worth trying to maneuver the two of them into Pittsburgh on game day. So they just went with Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. But they should be good to go for this week. Justice Hill didn't look too bad, though. Either. No. So he might be a decent handcuff next year. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I'm pretty sure next year is going to be Dobbins and Hill, right? Most likely. Ingram's under contract, but I find it unlikely that he would be staying another year. You know, I have a question. And people seem to say, um, you know, Dobbins is going to be the guy next year. He's going to get all the run. They seem to like to rotate their backs in. Like even last year when it was Ingram, when it was his show, it was still a lot of Ingram. There's a lot of Edwards in the game too. So I think if you could get Justice Hill now, you know, no one's going to want him really. I, I don't know many people that are going to look like, at your waivers. Yeah. Just find a road cheap. You might be able to scoop him up or get him for what? A fourth, fifth. Some throw yeah. some. Definitely fifth. Some fab. So, you know, also one <laughs> no. thing that I saw, I love when people say that third, fourth, and fifth round picks are worthless. In a rookie they're, not. they're not. They're not. When you tell me that, you're, you know what you're telling me? You don't know how to scout players. <laughs> That's all you're saying. <laughs> so, um, that is all my news. Do we want to talk about that Pittsburgh Baltimore game at all, Nate? Nope. You don't want to talk I'll about I'll say this. I'm pissed about it still. <laughs> RG3. RG3 said, if he would have stayed in the game, they would have won. Nate, how do you feel about that? <laughs> Man. <laughs> if the refs had called that delay of game. <laughs> that's true. Man. Be a totally different ball game. Yo, how did RG3 go on IR like that? How did he go on IR run into the right and nobody was around him? <laughs> I was it's like, cold, what, the, what happened? He'd be all right. He'll warm up. Well, you know, I knees are, are fragile, man. You better relax. 
But you know what, though? He had a couple running plays where he actually did look really, really good. He did, yeah. I mean, like Lamar a couple times. Do you think he'll be back next year, Nate? They could probably keep these younger guys, right? They could keep Huntley and McSorley. Huntley? Yeah. 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 I'll tell you, I love Huntley. I love Tyler Huntley. I mean, that guy, he was great in college, and he won games, and he's not just a running quarterback. He can throw the ball. And I think I think he's better than McSorley. Um, honestly, I, I think you, he would give them a better chance to win than RG3. Don't you dare. Trace McSorley has the best passer rating in the NFL right now. <laughs> you do know that, right? That's terrible. <laughs> That's why we should trade him for a first-round pick. <laughs> trade him to Philadelphia. We need more quarterbacks. I think the biggest problem with the Ravens right now is next year. I think the biggest problem with the offense isn't the players. I think it's Greg Roman. For sure, they have to they have to figure something out with that because it's like they. I seem like their best play when was that Wednesday was um was that run to the right with the quarterback. They couldn't do anything else, and obviously that one play to uh, Hollywood. But they even made Trace McSorley run. I was like, why why are we doing this? This is. This is not good because so he might think, have to go. I think they could use Duvernay better. I think they could use Prochet better. I think if they get those mm-hmm. guys involved a little bit more, I know they're kind of similar to what Marquise Brown does, but getting them involved a little bit more, getting them in space, sometimes actually giving them the football in space, I think it could be big for them moving forward. But what do I know? I, I don't have Des Bryant on my team either. So, yeah. <laughs> and Boykins is times- cheeks, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. A lot of times we yell at offensive coordinators and head coaches for being too complicated, you know, making their offenses too complicated. I know one mm-hmm. of the problems with the Eagles offense I read today is that Doug Peterson is still having these guys run option routes and all these weird things that they're just not ready to do. But with the Ravens offense, Greg Roman, it's like too simplified where he just wants to sit back there and have, you know, Lamar Jackson be paint man and throwing the ball down the field. Like, have these screens, have these sweeps with Duvernay. Like, get these guys involved, manufacture some touches, and then mm-hmm. you build some momentum, and then you can move on from there. But, like, we saw it earlier with the Steelers and Chase Claypool. They manufactured touches for three weeks, got some mm-hmm. confidence, got some momentum, and now he can go out there and run routes and go down the field and just make plays everywhere. But, like, these rookies, right. these young guys, you got to get them involved and then let them go out on their own afterwards. You can't just expect to throw them out there and just run some, you know, offense that doesn't fit them. Yeah. Which was but, weird because I felt like their offense really did well with Lamar last year. They played to his advantages, and I feel this year is just complete 180, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, all right. Well, Nate, I'm sure you're done talking about that game, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> and the, the Ravens do play. They play Tuesday. They play – Dallas, if I'm correct. Yep. And the Pittsburgh Washington game also got moved back to Monday. Mm-hmm. So is there, there is a triple header on Monday, right? Did I see that correctly? I believe I so. so. Okay. Well, I will be um, watching as much of that as I can, preparing for our Tuesday waiver wire show, which we want to announce to you guys. It's going to be our last waiver wire show of the season, Tuesday at nine. Uh, you know, it's going to bring you up to week one of the playoffs. And we helped you get here. Now it's on you. You guys know how we look at guys, what we look for. So you can follow our formulas and our DMS are always open. Oh yeah. Hit any one of us up, you know, we all got stuff going on, but we're going to take some time to talk to you. Um, Also, I will say probably better if you want to talk to someone specifically hit our private DMS on Twitter. 
um, the show account, it's going to go to either myself or Nate, but that doesn't get checked as much as our personal accounts. So if you want a bit of a quicker response, quicker turnaround time, myself, Nate, Pork, Chev, anyone, even the intern, you know what? Just go to Sean. Go to Sean. He's going to do everything for you. And then if it's not right, it's on him and we're good. So yeah, hit up the intern. So we'll be good with that, right? Yeah, even mm-hmm. your shaving needs, he's got you. That's right. That's right. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But before we do, I want to tell you guys about a new and exciting way to play DFS, and that is our friends over at Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is sweeping the globe right now, and you can play daily fantasy props on everything from football to soccer, golf, and even MMA. I don't even know how you do it on MMA, but you can if you go on Monkey Knife Fight. When you head over to monkeyknifefight.com and use the promo code Rewind, all caps, one word, real easy. Monkey Knife Fight will match your first deposit up to $50. Dude, $50 free dollars. Like, that's, come on. Who doesn't like cashing in with house money? So one more time, that's monkeyknifefight.com and use the promo code Rewind when you make your first deposit to start rolling in those prizes today. Nate, I didn't give you a super heads up here, but um, do you have the app open? Do you have anything that you would like to do? Okay, great. Go for it, First of all, I would like Porkman to tell us what our last monkey knife fight buy-in was and uh, what the results were. What well, so the buy-in was twenty dollars. We had um, who was it over for Big Ben? What more for Big Ben was two sixty, and I believe the less was for RG three to get. One seventy came real close. RG three, RG three had twenty two yards passing, Ooh. so we took the less with that one. And Big Ben had two sixty six, thanks to uh, Trace McSorley and James Washington, in like the last possible second. That was freaking poopy bricks. We are really <clears> so I dropped McSorley way too much for a fan. <laughs> we really are. Yeah, twenty <laughs> more minutes. Twenty more minutes. <laughs> I yeah. Just throw that so out there. I, I believe that was a, a three point five uh, multiplier. So I sl- we slapped a clean twenty on it and made seventy bucks. It was easy money. Well, Perfect. we thought it was easy though. <laughs> Big Ben <So>. was <laughs> giving me a uh, agita. <laughs> PayPal that to me, and I'll put it right in the show account. Then, Porkman. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. That's my money, you goofball. Because I asked for money last time. He was like, no, use your own. <laughs> well, take whatever you put in out, and then just the difference will split it. But anyway, Nate, oh, go wait, ahead. Wait. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> All right. That's <clears throat> so for this week, I got a more or less, another one. Uh, we got to get three out of the four. Okay. And okay. this is another one that is three and a half. So. Three and a half times your buy-in. So, the first more or less is the Sean Watson versus the Indianapolis Colts. Passing yards, uh-huh. 275 and a half. I'm going to say under. You're going to go with less? Uh, that's a... Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the less as well. That's a that's a iffy one. He's missing, missing some fuller. I know Cooks is yep. back and David Johnson's back, but... I don't think he's going to get over that 300. Colts have that, a good defense. Good defense. They have yeah. a really good defense. I'm going to take the more. And the reason why is, um, so I listen, I do listen to the unscripted podcast and uh, Paulie, Paul Lundegaard, who says he is a Colts fan. He says, you could throw against this, this defense. It's the front of the defense. That's uh, the stout part. So 
I'm just going to listen to him. He's a Colts fan. Uh, you know, people know their favorite teams. I'm going to take the more. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to take the less, but I think the Texans are going to have to throw the ball again, again in this game. The That's Colts funny. offense is starting to look good. Um, Phillip Rivers is coming into this late season momentum. Uh, I know that the coaches said that Phillip Rivers is looking good this week, better than any other time this season. Pittman's starting mm-hmm. to look good. So it's mm-hmm. starting to come together. Hilton, uh, T.Y. Hilton is even doing something for the first time all season. <laughs> He's breathing so, again. <laughs> right. And, time. About time. And what's the Texans' biggest weakness on defense? The run defense. This is a Jonathan Taylor game. So yeah. I think he's going to pull off a big run or two. I think the Texans are going to throw the ball. I know they don't have Will Fuller, but Brandon Cooks is going to eat. And Deshaun Watson will just have to throw to Kiki Kuti, I guess, and Akins <laughs> and Tells. Jordan Thomas and who knows we'll, who else. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll Maybe talk about Walter. those guys in our starts and sits. But um, – <laughs> All right, so for the more, myself, Nate, you're on board with that. And yep. Chev and Pork are taking the less. Um, All right. Anybody else you want so to talk maybe, about? Maybe we should have Sean do the, the tiebreaker. All right, Sean, go ahead and put your tiebreaker in the comments and tell us why it's more. Um, and then All I'll right, so... All right, <laughs> so next we got Calvin Ridley versus the New Orleans Saints. Receptions, five and a half. And Mike, you said something about Julio Jones earlier today. This episode, yeah, he is questionable with that hamstring issue. Did he miss last week? I don't remember. I he think did. he did, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, uh, Chef, let's start with you. It's a good part about being the first. <laughs> I'm gonna go with more, okay. Um, and also, Sean is saying he's going less for Deshaun Watson. Uh, it's okay to be wrong. Um, and he's taking <laughs> Calvin on the more for this game. Pork. Mm. I think I'm gonna go Five. more as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go more as well. That's I'm going that's kind of. I think that's a lot for me. I think Julio's gonna be out again. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It's just that been that kind of year for him. I think he's gonna be out again. Calvin Ridley. Saints have a good defense, but I mean, the Falcons looked terrible two weeks ago. They looked good last week. Who knows what we'll get this week. Um, but I think Calvin Ridley can pull together six receptions. I think so. And I, yeah. I hope uh, Raheem Morris gets a shot at being the head coach there. That team is playing a lot better with him there. They so, need to give him that job. They, they really should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I like him a lot. I think he got – I mean, he was decent in Tampa. But at that time, nobody was doing well in Tampa. No. You know, like, it didn't mm-hmm. matter. Who they were putting there to be the coach? Somebody was doing really good. So, yeah. um, okay. Right. So next we got Dalvin Cook versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Rushing yards, a hundred and three point five. God, that's so many yards, man. That's a lot of yards, but Jacksonville Jaguars defense is not very good. Yeah, I'm gonna not. go with the over. He's he's been running lights out. Not the last couple of weeks, but before that, man, he was dropping forty bombs in fantasy. So I'm gonna go with the over. I'm taking, I'm taking more as well. It's pork. I'm going to go with the more as well. Of course you are. You know, I love myself some Dalvin Cook. Love some Dalvin Cook. I'll go more. I think they get up early and then just hand it off for the rest of the game. And what, Mike Lennon started from again? Yeah. And Mike Lennon looked decent last week. Mike Lennon did look decent. 
<laughs> he did. It was weird. It was 2020, yo. It, it is 2020. Like, oh. Are you on our team now? For Dynasty mm-hmm. Owner? Yeah, right. so, you know what's funny? Real quick, I get... um, So, I tried to disable it. Like, every time the, the Dynasty Rewind show account gets an email, it pops up on my phone. But it's like, I don't want the notifications. I, whatever. Um, <laughs> I wake up one morning and it's the good news. You got Mike Lennon. I'm just like, oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. This is the oh, productive man. struggle we were going through. But I, yeah. we had to go after him because I wasn't sure if Fitz was starting. Well, he, so he, I got the news today. He might be starting. We started out the season with Drew Brees, Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> and uh, Fitz. Yeah, somebody else. First Fitzpatrick, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, well you figure now, you your current guys and you got your future in Haskins. And now it's like you might need an entirely new quarterback room next year. <laughs> we're the Browns we, of da- dynasty owner, man. Hey, well at least we're in third place. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh Nate, do you have anyone else you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, so the last one. So remember this is a three out of four. We only got a hit on three of these four. Okay. To get a three point five multiplier. What happens if we would hit on all four? Nothing extra. Nothing. Okay, but you want to because then you feel yeah, good about you yourself. Know. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, oh, next time I can do it all four. So the last one's Adam Thielen versus Jacksonville. Receiving yards, 73 and a half. I know where I'm going that's, on this one. I'm going less. The Justin Jefferson show. That's what I'm – I'm saying that in between Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, and he just came off the COVID list. They're going to – they might ease him back in. Maybe sprinkling a little more BC Johnson or Chad Beebe. Oof. 2020. Oof. <laughs> I'm going to go less as well, but I still think he'll have a good, productive, fancy week. He'll, I think he'll score a touchdown for you. Chev, you're on the less. Probably yeah, I'm on less. All right. Perfect. All right. There we go. Thank you, Nate. Love it. Like always. And Sean's okay. taking less as well. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Sean, did you you didn't say how you were going on uh, Dalvin Cook? All you said was book it. He's a grand. Well, He's a grand. Now that we're done with monkey knife fight, it's time for the scrub bet. Ugh, let me open this Favorite beer. Part of the week. Woo! You know I I am liking the the scrub bet though. Oh, and uh, Sean, I already wrote you down for that too. So you're good. Um, scrub bet, man, I love it. So. You know, we get a little giant high tower sometimes. <laughs> a little Freddie Swain action. You know, watch the, the Eagles Seahawks game, and uh, they just show like the camera pans over and they show, like you know, sometimes they wrap around the huddle, which I think is cool. Um, all I see is the jerseys, and I see Swain on the back. I'm like, I thought of Nate right away because <laughs> I always do too. Yeah, uh, but so go ahead, Nate. What do you just got? opening and expanding our NFL knowledge with these scrub bets? Thing. Beautiful thing. All right. Monday night, 8-15, middle of the triple header, I believe, right? There's a late game. It's a double that. header. It's a double header. Double header. I think the well, triple header is on a Saturday. Saturday. That's the day yeah. of Christmas. Christmas right yeah. Yes. Merry all Christmas right. to all of us. Three games on a Saturday. I'm going to take it. I'm going to be happy about it. I don't care who it is. 8-15, 49ers versus the Buffalo Bills. Looks like a good game. Mm-hmm. This scrub was incredible a couple weeks ago in week nine versus the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. We got Richie James Jr. 
The boy, the man, the myth, the legend. Debo's back. Ayuk's back. Richie's just like awful. standing in the background somewhere, hoping for a uh-huh. target or two. In the past two games he's played, uh, week 10 versus the Saints, he had 2.85 points. <laughs> Against the Rams in week 12, he had 3.65. So, going against the Bills, we're going to give him three points. Where are we going? I'll go oh. under. Are we doing a are we doing a shot on this? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um I just give me the I mean <laughs> give me less. Yeah, you took less as well, right? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take the less too. You know I'm taking the more then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna he's gonna get a touchdown. He might throw a touchdown. We don't know it anymore in 2020. You probably under and don't even know the number. Yeah. I say, <laughs> um, my man Trav from over there at True North is checking and he wants to know where my damn sweater is. I, I bought a True North uh, Christmas sweater and I told you I had to wash it first because it smells weird. Um, <laughs> Big wash guy first. It's a new sweater. You got to wash it. Like, don't just buy clothes and wear them, wash them first. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you for agreeing sure. with that. Also, I want to just go on record to anyone that bought a Dynasty Rewind hoodie. First of all, thank you. And second of all, I did want to pre-wash them and use fabric softener <laughs> before I sent them to everybody. And my wife said no because she said it would be a waste of water and time and stuff like that. But waste of water? <laughs> no, I want her. I'm I'm sending mine back to your house so she can wash <laughs> it with your nice fabric softener and then ship it back to me. Or you want to meet at the restaurant again? We'll meet at the restaurant if we're allowed to like go anywhere outside of our house. Hey, did you guys hear that? Like, <clears throat> if you live in LA, they don't even want you leaving your house, like, or going outside to exercise. Did Did you hear that, or am I wrong on that? I think it's San Francisco, Clara County, something like that, because they can't. The Forty ers can't play in their stadium because they're banning uh, outdoor activities, so they have to play their home games in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's weird. Uh, Travis saying, wow, that felt like a personal attack. I wear my stuff first out of the box, boys. Travis, the only way I would personally attack you is with Me a hug. Me too. Is with a hug. I, I, I'm with Trav with that, too. Fresh Shoot, out why the not? package. When, when, uh, when Ray Garvin sent me that shirt, I put that shirt right on straight <laughs> out the bag. It's funny because Jenna knows when I get some like a shirt in the mail because she'll hear like the package opening up and I'll go, hey, babe. Yeah, what's up, honey? When are you doing dark wash again? <laughs> but I want it to be washed first. So, and also, um, for everyone that's saying I'm sexist, I do do laundry. I was told by my wife I would not do her laundry correctly. I would, and I quote, mess it up. So she does <laughs> the laundry. So I tried. That's all I have to say about that. Well, you know, what do you do in return for her, Mike? Um, I make about 15 grand a year more than her. I take great care of our oh. daughter. I fix her car. I mean, a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, what else do I take do. care of. I take care of. I know where you're going. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I might be doing some live tweeting on December 22nd because the boys 
well, they're going to be getting trimmed up a little bit. But um, here we go. You're going to hear this talk. I got to get rid of this real quick so I can talk to you for a second. Hey, listen up, fellas. 2020 sucked. We all know that it did. It's New Year, new balls with our sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's blow-the-belt grooming, offering precision-engineered tools for your family jewels and helping 2 million men all over the world get rid of that hair on their balls. That means Sean has Manscaped 2 million men. That is fantastic, Sean. We thank you for your service. If you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine, Manscaped is here for you to reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. Manscaped is here to give you a fresh start in 2021 with their perfect package 3.0 that has all the right tools for the job. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two best friends. Um, I don't know if those are your two best friends. If so, maybe you're watching this live stream on Twitch and living in your mom's basement. But listen, we thank you very much. The third generation trimmer even has a light to give you the glow up you need in 2021. And if somebody could please put in the comments what the hell a glow up is for this old white guy, that would be fantastic. It's also it's like a makeover, Mike. It's oh, a makeover. Perfect. Now I know that. It's also time to freshen up down. You know, I said put it in the comments, pork man. You're not the comments. I don't need to hear it from the peanut gallery here. It's also <laughs> time to freshen up down there this new year. The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body, which it shouldn't be? You might want to get that checked at. And for on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored and comfortably. Dude, that shed travel bag is actually awesome. That's my new um, toiletry bag for when I go away, which doesn't happen very often. A guy with hairy balls is like the year 2020. Don't be that guy. Don't be the Mike Glennon of ball sacks. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code Pork20 at manscaped.com. Your balls and the Dynasty Rewind will thank you. One more time, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Do it. Do it now. So let me get back at a solo layout here. Um, like I said, Mike Glennon is the ball sack of 2020. <laughs> no good, Nate? Too soon? I don't know. <laughs> It's never too soon when you're no talking comment. about balls here. Oh my god! Oh, there's no comment about balls. There's just balls, you know. No, we talk about Lennon. football. Oh, Mike Glennon too. Well, just yeah, Mike Lennon. he's terrible. Well, you don't like him. I'm over and say, "Oh yeah, we got Mike Glennon." You was like, well, "Yippee!" Like, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, this one's for you, Rodrigo Blankenship. What was that for? I don't know. Someone's saying Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship, and I know you like him. So. Hey, gotta love that guy, man. He's kicking field goals with glasses. Come on. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> this guy right here. Cody saying big trust. Hey. <laughs> <Dang. laughs> um, Trav saying that I can speak for myself. He has potpourri plums. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so if 2020 is the Mike Lennon of ball sacks, the FF Real is saying that's poor representation of ball sacks. <laughs> oh, agreed. <laughs> And uh, like Nate has said, doesn't he have a bald spot too? That's kind of funny. Yeah, there you go. Uh, like Nate has said before <laughs> about this podcast, we're devolving. So let's get back into here. Rambling. We are rambling. So um, before we go into starts and sits or sharts and shits, however you want to look at it, Nate, do you have a Debbie player of the week you'd like to talk about? I by sure do. Um, this week, LSU wide receiver Terrace Marshall announced that he was opting out for the rest of the season. 
Um, he had put up 48 reception for 731 yards for an average of 15.2 yards per catch and 10 touchdowns with Miles Brennan, who is not anywhere close to Joe Burrow. Um, but he was like, hey, I did enough. I'm out of here. I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. I'm going to the NFL. So, Terrace Marshall's going to the NFL. Some people have him tagged as a top three wide receiver. Some people are like, who is this guy? Why is he coming into the NFL already? Um, so, I'll just give you a little idea of who he is. He's six foot three, 200 pounds. His play style kind of reminds me of a poor man's Kenny Galladay. Um, personally, I was scouting him and I wasn't overly impressed with what he brought to the table but he is a big guy who can get down the field and make some contested catches um every team needs those kind of guys some people look at him and think that he could be an alpha receiver i'm not sure if i'm there yet but i think it'll be important to see what his testing numbers are to see exactly what kind of speed he brings on the field because watching the tape you get a little bit of Sometimes he's just a long strider who takes a while to get that acceleration. And sometimes he shows great burst. So I think his testing number is going to show him a lot, especially with the traffic in this crowd for the top wide receiver spots. There's a lot of good talent. So to really get in the first round of the NFL draft this year, you need to set yourself above the others. So look at this guy. He's probably going to end up in a role where he's going to be on the outside, getting those contested catches. He has the potential to be someone who – Absolutely dominates. Anyone that that kind of frame can be an alpha receiver. But we just need to see it in the right position with the right team. Myself, Terrace Marshall right now is preliminary rankings, probably like a wide receiver 10 for me right now in this rankings. But uh, keep him on your radar because he has the frame and the tools to be a top NFL wide receiver if he can put it together and uh, look a little bit smoother in his routes and some more variation in his route trees. And uh, he has a couple focus drops. Um, but I think the biggest thing that disappointed me with him was for a guy who's six foot three, 200 something pounds. And like I said, plays like a penny, uh, a poor man's Kenny Galladay. This guy needs to learn to use his body a bit more uh, to box out uh, cornerbacks and really make those plays. So we'll see. Just, right. You know, might've heard about him in the news since he opted out. So I figured I'd give you my take. Who would you rather have on an NFL roster, him or John Hightower Jr.? Terrace Marshall. Okay. I'm going high tower. <laughs> um, Cody wants to know, is Antonio Gibson a viable option versus the Pittsburgh defense? He's actually one of my starts of the week, to be honest with you. Yes, I think he is. So, oh, thank you, Sean, chiming in in the chat. Guys on fire. Hard to not start him even in a rough matchup. And Travis is saying Bauer overlay first, then lay out, and vice versa when you go back. Love you. Thank you. Yes, I'm still getting the hang of putting overlays on and whatnot so thank you trap so it's fantastic and done boom but this one you know uh so uh maddie big chest made this part of our rewind crew here the only problem with this one is when we put comments up like it puts a line through everyone's face so this one might be just a little bit better when we put comments up yeah so, i'm sure I'm sure matt could always change it around too if i ask him like maybe for Pork and Chev, put your names on top. Yeah. Yeah. Like what I'm seeing. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Texans have lots of hyper-athletic tight ends. Watson will be fine, says Will. Um, also, Will says, Pork, if there are any Dawson Knox props ever, I'll take every under if you take the over. Oh, no problem. I'll send them to you. 
Put it on the board. There we go. Put it on the board. Okay, great. Let's talk some starts and sits. Chev, we're going to start with you. You and I have the same one. You said it uh, before. Was it Mitchell Trubisky? Yes, it is. So Mitchell Trubisky, man, if he may not play well against a lot of other teams, but the Detroit Lions, my guy's putting up like 31.25 fancy points the last four times he's played these teams or played the Lions. Dude is going to ball out again, I'm guessing. Uh, their defense has just not been great uh, Lions-wise. And Trubisky, even though he did – he didn't have a bad week. They may have lost last week, but he was a top-six quarterback last week. So, fantasy-wise, he's doing good things. That's the same thing with Carson Wentz, too. He might, have had, might not have had the best game, but he still put up 20-plus fantasy points. So, I mean, he's a guy you can put in your lineup and get that point system in. Uh, hopefully, Allen Robinson is playing. He's a target that uh, Trubisky loves to throw to. If not, Darnell Mooney could be a big start, too, this week if uh, Robinson is out. Hopefully, this offense can turn around, man. David Montgomery's catching balls out of the backfield, so that's definitely a big plus for Trubisky this week as well. So, man, here's the hopes that the Bears lose, but Trubisky does good, man. You want you want the Bears to lose? Is that what you said? You want the I, want the, I want them to lose every single game the rest of the season. We're not going to the Super Bowl. There's no reason to, to win any games. If we win, great. If not, I'm not. Not upset, man. I'm almost at that point with the Eagles right now. You guys know you guys have a chance to win the division. Why would I'm there? Oh, you guys are good. No, because no. then we'll go from like the sixth pick to like the 18th if we make the playoffs. I don't want that. No. That's what I need though for the Bears. So I got, I got, I'm a biggest Eagles fan you're ever gonna see the next couple weeks, dude. It sucks too because the Bears defense is so good. Here's like the problem with the talent. Bears though, man. We're, we waste defenses ever since I've been a fan. Just because we don't have a quarterback that can throw. We've never had a quarterback, I don't think, that's thrown for 30-plus touchdowns ever. Like, the highest is probably, like, 24, 25. It's probably Jay Cutler. So, like, we've always wasted good defenses. Our offense has always never been a powerful offense. We've just struggled, so. Is Nagy gone, (sighs) you think? I would say he's definitely on the hot seat, man. If they end up keep losing, I can see them cleaning house for sure. GM, everything, man. You know, I'm sure as a Bears fan, when you listen to a podcast, I'm sure you love getting reminded that they traded up for Trubisky and didn't draft Mahomes. It's like, okay, we get it. That was four years ago, five years ago. Yeah. Can we let that go? Everyone now? Like, it's okay. Here. They're not going to let it go. We're releasing it into the wild now. Let it go. Okay. It worked out great for Kansas City. The jury's still out in Houston um, because. They haven't really done anything with Deshaun Watson. You think about it, yeah, you could say what you want, but at the end of the day, the results for Deshaun Watson and Mitchell Trubisky have been the same. Has either team won a Super Bowl with those quarterbacks? No. Mm-hmm. So it's, but it's, it's a better of, production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had, and he had the he also had to deal with Bo Bryan as well. O'Brien is a he was a slime ball. So I never <laughs> wish they Bo started Bryan anything well in his life. I know because he left your uh, your wonderful Nittany Lions. Piece of shit. Oh, oh man, <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh. Well, no, it's it. Don't don't say you're all in, and then two weeks later you're like, yeah, so I'm going to the NFL. <laughs> all, all I Money know is talk, every <laughs> liar. Every draft, the Bears are going to hear that when they're on the clock in the first round. They say, oh, they could have had Mahomes and Watson. I I I would guarantee the next two to three drafts, man. Every every time. Chef, what about this? The Bears should give up three first for Trace McSorley. 
He does hey. he does have the highest passer rating in the NFL. I'd like to point that out oh. to you. Hey man, maybe uh maybe that's the move. Not for my Bears though, hopefully. No, I don't know. So all right. Pork, let's slide over to you. What do you got for a start or sit? However you want to go. <clears throat> Um, with Josh Jacobs being out, Devontae Booker is a start for me this week against those terrible Jets. Um, but even if, if he wasn't playing the Jets, I probably would have still started him. Um, this is a limited role. He's actually looked pretty well um, catching the ball, the backfield, and actually looking really good running the ball on the inside. Not really sure what was going on with him with Denver because he didn't look good at all in Denver. But as soon as he got with Gruden and, and Oakland, wow, when he got with Gruden in Las Vegas um, – he actually looks really, really talented. So you could be able to fire him up. Uh, yeah, fire him up. Yeah, there's no, especially now with um, a whole bunch of injuries, and you might need somebody. I'm actually going against Devontae Booker and Sons of Dynasty against Mike this week. So I, I hope he does well, but not too well, because uh, Mike could potentially knock me out of the playoffs, which would be oh no. <laughs> You've been talking trash on my team all year. That I'm is true. Out. And I I'm going been. for win number two. <laughs> because no, you're not winning. Clock, it's right even twice a day, Phil. Commissioner <laughs> um, <laughs> Green's in the building saying what's up to the Dynasty Rewind crew. Hey. How are you doing, Commissioner? Yo. Thank you for checking. Oh, yo, Breeze. So, uh, Booker, though, he's had a rough couple weeks, man. He hasn't, he looked he hasn't been out there very much. But, I mean, he's going to get out there just because Jacob's out there. But, man, what, what's, but, the, what's his role? Question for you guys, should we be worried because how many times has the narrative been, okay, uh, starting running back is out. Here's his backup's time. And now all of a sudden it's a Jalen Richard game. The only reason I'm saying it is because I've seen the talent from before. I understand the narrative of, of that before, but seeing that I've seen him play well, I think he'll do good, and especially now it's against the Jets, and they'll probably be running the ball at the end of the game. He'll give well, you some good points. Our intern is saying, speaking of Raiders, are you sticking with Carr against the Jets after last week's dud? I mean, temp- temper expectations because they might not need him to do anything. Really? In the yeah, first I mean, half. In the first half, they'll they'll, you know, blow him out. So he'll get you the points in the first half. Yeah. Then that's why I think it'll be a Booker game in the second half. He got me negative points in Scott Fishbowl, so he ain't starting <laughs> me this too. Week. It's rough. I still uh, won somehow, but I <laughs> same. Nate, let's uh, let's slide it up to you, my friend. All right. So, one of my sits is Devonte Booker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, th- you know, okay. This I is like this though. I don't want a podcast where everyone agrees. I like deferring opinions. Nate, by all means, please. All right. So, number one. Like you said, it could be Devontae Booker, Jalen Richard. We don't know. I'm not too caught up on that. That's not the reason I want to sit him. But since week five, the Jets have only allowed two touchdowns to running backs and have allowed zero 100-yard rushing games to any single running back. Since week five. So that's like a good sample size. Mm -hmm. The Jets' defense is starting to come alive. Um, Over the past four games, they gave up 50 rushing yards to the Chiefs, 159 to the Patriots, but we know how the Patriots work. Um, mm-hmm. 29 yards rushing to the Chargers and 104 okay. to the Miami Dolphins. Um, their defense has looked better. We know that you know Greg Williams' defense it is going to be a good defense against the run. It did not look 
like that at all the beginning of the season. Um, you can look at the numbers. They they were really bad against mm-hmm. the run and the pass, but they have been better as a defense in the past uh, six, seven weeks. Their run defense is good. I think Sam Donald's back. I think this is actually a closer game, especially after how we saw the Raiders play last week. Josh Jacobs is out. Derek mm-hmm. Carr and the passing offense did not look good last week. This is going to be a closer game than I think a lot of people think it's going to be. Um, I don't know what the spread is, but it might be worth taking the Jets with the points. Okay. Uh, I don't like Devonte Booker here. I think, I think it's not going to be as much as you would expect. It's not going to be like a sub in for Josh Jacobs. It's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Devonte Booker will probably get like six, eight points, honestly. So, so uh, would, would would you say that Flacco was actually playing better than Sam Darnold? I would. Yeah. Because uh, I would. Mm-hmm. That's why. I, I don't think it's going to be as close as you think it's going to be because Sam Darnold's still seeing ghosts out there and Flacco was just chucking the ball up and making everybody fancy relevant. So for the Raiders, if Derek Carr goes out there and throws up a dud again, are we looking at Marcus Mariota maybe coming in during this game? Maybe, maybe not. I don't see it. If they're losing by like two touchdowns, maybe. I mean, that's really bad. Gruden might yeah. come in and play quarterback. I don't know. He might. He, he just, that would actually be pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you guys kind of hit on pretty much everything that I would say. Brandon Cooks versus the Colts. I mean, he's their one right now. Uh, I know a lot of people are on Kiki Kuti, another guy that I like there. And this is purely for Dynasty. I'm not going to start him this week. Is Isaiah Coulter the wide receiver from Rhode Island, finally going to get a chance to play. So, um, like, right now, before the game happens, if you could still acquire players in your league, go get Isaiah Coulter. Mm -hmm. You can get him cheaply. He's been on IR, and he's been a healthy scratch when he hasn't been on IR. Go Mm -hmm. get Isaiah Coulter. If he comes out and has a Colin Johnson-esque game, like Colin Johnson did last week, I think it was 4 for 96 and a touchdown. You're not going to be able to get Isaiah Coulter cheaply anymore. But uh, Brandon Cooks looks to be their one. Uh, him and I guess Kiki Kuti would be the second guy mm-hmm. there, right? Who does have some rapport with uh, Watson, Deshaun Watson as well. But um, should be interesting. So we're just going to go back around the horn again. Just guys, throw out whoever else you have. Yeah. So one of my starts is going to be uh, Latavius Murray. He just looks to seem to be a better offensive weapon at running back for what their offense looks like right now, which is so sad to say because Kamara has like 60 more fancy points than any running back right now, and he's just not getting any looks. So it's definitely tough to see that. But Latavius Murray, he's getting the touches. He'll probably see probably 12 to 15 touches again, Um, and I think their offense is definitely going to be running more than passing just because Taysom Hill has just shown – it's just not all there for that. And I think they want to run the ball and just rely on their defense a little bit too. Uh, so I, I'm going to roll with Latavius Murray. Mike, I know that's your Mr. Irrelevant in one of our leagues. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to always shock him. I also did say before the season that I thought Latavius Murray could have standalone value even with Alvin Kamara being there. Um, that's been proven to be right. There's been a lot of stuff I've been wrong on too, and I'll you know we were talked about it before. I'll fess up on it. I was way wrong on Drew Locke. You know, a lot of it's been injury. <laughs> Me too. But, you know what I mean? He's been hurt, and then he had to quarantine because of being in close contact. So, 
2020 hasn't done him any favors. It really hasn't done a lot of the NFL any favors. So, hey, if we're complaining about our fantasy teams, let's just be blessed with the fact that we have football right now. You know, and I know that the NFL hates the Steelers, Nate, but, um, you know, they kept the that game. <laughs> but, you know, look, we, we, okay, we had a Wednesday football game. That was kind of cool, right? Yeah. I loved it. We had, we had, we have football right now. It's happening. Mm-hmm. We should, we're, we should be happy about that. Any more starts or sits, guys? Yeah. Uh, I, you go, Nate. All right. Um, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but Jonathan Taylor. He is a full start for me this week going up against the Houston Texans who are possibly the worst run defense in the league. They're allowing 4.9 yards per carry, which is leading the league. They're averaged, uh, you know, the average is really high. I mean, and Jonathan Taylor is, we know what kind of guy he is. We haven't seen it really this year so far, but we started to see it two weeks ago and then it mm-hmm. got uh, kind of off the rails by mm-hmm. COVID. So coming back this week, uh, Naheem Hines, you know, he's always something to worry about with Jonathan Taylor, but when Jonathan Taylor is healthy more recently, they've given the majority of touches to Jonathan Taylor. I don't think Jordan Wilkins is much of an issue to worry about. They used Jacoby Brissett as their goal line <laughs> runner last year. Yeah. So, so obviously they're missing Jonathan Taylor. Him and they're Trent, going yes. to their backup quarterback to get the goal line carries. Mm-hmm. Um, the Texans have also allowed 15 touchdowns on the ground this year. They've, uh, they're tied for second with most 40-yard runs. They're tied for third with most 20-yard runs allowed. Um, they're up there almost at the top for rushing first downs. I mean, this defense is just bad. Jeez. Jonathan Taylor, he's going to go over 100 yards this week. He's going to have at least one run of 40-plus yards. I'm expecting a touchdown as well. It's a solid Jonathan Taylor day coming up. Woo! I like right. it. Who else? I actually thought of one more. Who else got one? Uh, I got, I got like a double because it kind of coincides with each other. Uh, Kirk Cousins and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, Kyle Rudolph has actually looked pretty. He looked pretty good last week. They're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, and you know how bad they freaking are. So uh, he had seven catches, seven catches on eight targets, and that's a lot for Kyle Rudolph, especially you know they usually use them for blocking purposes as it is, but now the Earth Smiths out. He's actually looked a whole lot better. Uh, Kirk Cousins has actually looked pretty good, you know, rolling out. Um, that's what Kubiak likes to do. That's his, like, patented bootleg stuff. Get him in space and, you know, have him look at his options. And Kyle Rudolph has been one of his um, reliable options he's been throwing the ball to. Don't forget Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and all the other guys, too. Ola Bisi, too. He looked good last week as well. Yeah. All right, anyone else? Anyone? Sit. Oh. Here's I mean, one. It's weird to say this. Sorry, Chef. Uh, if Clyde Edwards-Alaire, you know, he's missed Thursday, Friday with an illness. Lev Bell might get a lot of work if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is hindered. And it doesn't matter who the Kansas City Chiefs are playing. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Yep. So fire up Lev Bell. Why not, Chef? I mean, if, if Kansas City is just going to go out there and throw the ball 40 to 50 times like or 30 to 40 times like they did last week and just destroy teams, I'm all for it because they didn't really need a running back last game or the couple games, man. They just, <laughs> there's like, all right, Mahomes, go out there. You got Kelsey. You got Hill. Let's throw in some Hardman. Like, they missed the touchdown for probably 80 yards with Hardman, too. 
So, mm-hmm. I mean, that offense is just ridiculous. They don't even have to run the ball probably to make it happen. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually worried about the Arizona Cardinals this week. They're going up against the Rams defense is just top five all around, no matter what it is, passing, rushing. They are absolutely just crushing it. I think they're number two defense in yards allowed per game. And I'm really worried about Kenyon Drake this week. I don't think he'll have a good week. And I'm actually really, really worried about DeAndre Hopkins. Um, if you have a different option that you could possibly play in there uh, that has a better matchup, I would definitely be looking to because Jalen Ramsey, I mean, they've gone back and forth, but I think Jalen Ramsey has kind of handled him a little bit better than what Hopkins has done against him. So that's one matchup I would look out for. Okay, perfect. Love it. Any, any, Anything else that anyone wants to throw out? I have uh, a question uh, for you guys. You have a question? Let's go to Nate's question first, then we'll go to you, Port. So – Chase Claypool. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a guy I liked a lot this offseason. And I let some people and the, the Twitter sphere kind of get to me. And I put him down on my rankings a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I regret that, obviously. Because, I mean, before that, man, I had this guy ranked pretty high. I was taking him in the second round of mocks. And everyone was kind of pooping on him, even though he had that great combine. And just saying, oh, he's just like a guy who can run in, in tights. But, uh. So, I think we've all kind of underestimated Chase Claypool, and we've seen what he can do. I mean, it's ridiculous how many touchdowns he has already this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I was looking at acquiring him in Dynasty, and um, I did. And then in another league, I was going to sell him possibly, because I was like, oh, well, I might try to sell high. And someone told me that Chase Claypool's potential is not that high. And I was like, he was like, oh, it's like a Will Fuller is his upside. I said, no, Chase Claypool's upside, not saying he'll reach it, but his upside with his frame and athletic ability is DK Metcalf. Thoughts? I feel like he's a little more sure-handed than DK Metcalf, actually. I mean, obviously, physically, he's pretty damn close. But um, I know they even talked about it when uh, during the Eagles-Seahawks game last week. DK, for as big and as physical as he is, he is not, he does not have the best hands, which was actually, um, if you guys don't recall, Terrell Owens had the same issue. Big, athletic, but didn't have the best hands. But that's okay. Hey, he made it work. DK does. So um, I think just from pure physical wide receiver standpoint, Claypool might be the better pure wide receiver. Yeah. Agree, disagree, Chef? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he's just a player that is just special. He can do everything really well. And I think he is one of those players that are like DK Metcalf. He's going to go up and get the ball. He's going to run and run people over. He's just a big dude. I mean, we were talking about him being a tight end coming out of the draft. And he's making dudes look silly this season, running up and down the field on them. So, I mean, I would definitely agree that he's definitely somebody that has DK-like abilities. And I'm not even saying DK. DK is just coming onto the scene, too. He's got a lot of stuff he needs to work on as well. But what we've seen so far out of Chase Claypool, I mean, even this rookie wide receiver class, like I did not see this coming this early for them. Yeah, uh, There's definitely just a special, special group for sure. And I'm glad Claypool is coming on the scene right now like he is for the, the Pittsburgh. I mean, it's yeah. been great to watch for sure. But I agree. I think, I think he's a, a great talent. I think he's got tons and tons of natural athletic ability. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not many who are as led athletic as him and have the frame to go yeah. with that speed. It's ridiculous. Um, but even though he's probably expensive right now, he's 
probably worth it. Juju's not going to come back. It's going to be Deontay and Chase Claypool. As long as Big Ben is there, those two splitting that volume of passes, they'll both be wide receiver ones if Big Ben's still there and no one comes in. Um, I mean, I think that's not too bold to say. I think you'd see something similar to the Rams a couple years ago. If it's just Big Ben and Deontay and Claypool, I mean, that that's a lot to go around. Um, yeah. So I think Claypool is a great buy now, even with how expensive he probably is. Okay. His price is probably going to go up. Yep. I mean, that's the guy that is just, he's just gifted, man. He's just gifted with a good quarterback, a good system that's really going to push him to get better. And his, his price is going to go up probably, man. So if you want him, you better go get him now because it's going to be too late probably in the off season. Yep. And it's similar yeah. to DK Metcalf. I mean, he was expensive last year and this off season, mm-hmm. but you see now, I mean, it's probably doubled it's in price. It. There's people saying he's a wide receiver one in Dynasty. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but there's people saying that. And I've if, heard that. I mean, they can make the argument. I mean, yeah. some people say mm-hmm. he's next Calvin Johnson. I mean, that's some pretty high praise. Not sure. But, uh, I mean, he is incredibly <laughs> talented. So, um, Pork, you had something you wanted to add before, too? Um, I was just thinking about, like, just two uh, waiver running backs that you could possibly get. It's two old guys, but they're kind of producing. It's AP and Frank Gore. Uh, if Swift Swift's going to be limited, I'm not really sure how he's going to be. AP had two touchdowns on, on uh, in the red zone last week, so that was pretty good. And Frank Gore is getting volume. They got like what's that, 15 or 16 carries, 70 some yards. That's that's a decent floor for you, honestly. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? Right. It's yeah. so dirty. It's, it's no. dirty as crap, but it's but it works. Like I mean, mm. you can't yeah. you can't like uh it's an old guy. I don't want him on my team because he's too old. But if he's giving you points, like if you want points, get him. Put him in the lineup. I'm gonna have to. I have to. I think I have to start AP in one league this week because everybody's freaking hurt. It's 2020. In Sons of Dynasty, you're gonna be going up against Devonte Booker and Adrian Peterson. <laughs> And if I can I find get Frank Gore on my team between now and then, I'm going to do it too. Yeah, it Mike, you have a, yeah, he has enough draft capital to get anybody. I do. I'm, I'm basically <laughs> the entire draft next year. Yep. Everyone's like, you're going to have to drop a lot of players. I'm like, look at my roster. <laughs> I don't care. I'll drop all of them right now and be happy about it. <laughs> just start fresh. Look, I'm serious. I was picking up Brandon Allen and starting him just to lose. I was picking up Jake Luton and starting him. Yeah. Well, Chev, Chev benched Nick Chubb in the listener league just to lose anyway. <laughs> hey, I know <laughs> Nate hates that, but sorry. <laughs> I hate it too. It is what it is. Um, all right. So if we don't have anything else, Chev, you got something for us? Yeah. Let me pull it up real quick. So it's going to be James 513. It says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. So if somebody is suffering, man, we're, we're here to call and help them, man. I know a lot of people that I should probably just give a phone call just to talk to, just see how they're doing, check in, because times are tough, man. We we don't know how people are thinking some days. I mean, for me today, I came in, woke up, and I just felt meh. You know, I didn't have the juice, the Chef Boy RD juice that I usually do, but you check in on your people around you, man. If somebody's happy, be happy with them. You don't have to be playing down on them. Love what they're doing. Encourage them. Be happy for them. 
and keep that good vibes going. All right, that Gracie, Love. though. Like always, <laughs> uh, Sean is reminding us he wants to know do we have a greasy take of the week? Yeah, I accidentally skipped over that. Pork, you got a greasy mm. take of the week for us? That's fine. I think I'm going to go back to the well with one that uh, failed miserably. Uh, Quintess Cephas, I'm gonna go back to that guy again. Uh, it seemed like he's gonna be getting more targets well, more targets, but more opportunity. And uh, I think he'll gonna, I'm gonna go back to the same one we had, it was 50 yards and a touchdown. So I think this one's a little bit more realistic because he's actually going to get some opportunity to play. There's no Galladay, and then they waved Marvin Hall, which was really odd. I, he I actually that. looked pretty good a couple uh, couple weeks ago. Yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. I, I I missed that one. I don't know how. Yeah, this one it was around like I think they I got the news kind of late today. Yeah. I think they so, just want to see what they got. So yeah, that, they want to see the young guys, but I mean, I other so. than Cephas. Who who else is there? That's my question. Like who else is? I don't know who their other receivers are on that team. That's young, so the, I that, guess that just means they want to see a lot of Cephas. That's pretty much it. And you know, I yeah. had a problem with these healthy scratches that he had for a while. They're like, well, he needs more time. Blah blah blah. He had ten targets in a game earlier in the season. Like, yeah, you already threw him into the fire. You might as well keep him in there at this point in yeah, time. Burn so him up. Pull the reins back on him. I don't know. I mean, it's. I would think, and you know, I played football in uh, middle school, but I would think as a professional athlete, it's got to mess with your head a little bit. Yeah, you know, a little like, bit. Like, you liked me before, and now not. Now I'm back. Like, well, hopefully things work out better for the Lions with Matt Patricia gone. So I know our our man Maddie Big Chest was happy about that one. So um, now you can make me happy and fire high Roseman and cut Nate Gary. But until Tuesday. Hmm. When we are doing our last waiver wire show of the season, everybody, we got a very special guest, but you have to tune in to find out who it is. Or just check our Twitter because we're going to tweet about it. Chev's going to tell us where we could find him on Twitter. Yep, you can find me at ChevBoyRD, boy with an I. All right. And our greasy co host, Porkman, where can we find you? You can find me at FFPorkman. DMs always open 24 7. All right. Greasier than that Taylor pork roll. And, uh, Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at Nate NFL. All right. And if you are so inclined, you can find me on Twitter at the Ember 85. I would much prefer you follow the show at Dynasty Rewind. Remember, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps because when you rate and review, we get bumped up. We can help more people, which means if your sponsors pay us a little bit more, we could do more cool stuff for you. Until Tuesday, our last waiver wire show of the season. Again, everybody just reminding you. So please DM me for start sits. Not, hey, why aren't you doing the waiver wire show anymore? Listen to the podcast. You'll find out why. Be kind. Please rewind everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Tuesday, and then we will see you Friday.